Righto, you legends, before we rip into another episode of the Deadass Podcast, I'd firstly like to thank our major sponsor, Country Tracker Caps, for the continued support of the podcast. You will find their merchandise at thecountrycompanies.com or if you'd like to design your own cap, head to countrytruckercaps.com. Knuckles has fired up a discount code for the pallbearers. Type in Deadass at the checkout to receive your discount. That is D-E-A-D-A-S-S. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Dead Ass Podcast. Well, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Dead Ass Podcast. I am your host, Brizey, where we catch uh, uh, eulogies and share stories of people's lives. And today, I've got a guest on by the name of Glenn Snedden. How are you, mate? Hey, pretty good, man. How you been? Good, good, good. Thank you uh, for coming on, man. I've, it was I actually approached you and asked if you wanted to come on and jump on the podcast and share some of these stories of your life and whatnot. Yeah, absolutely, so, man. Uh, so thanks for coming on. Um, firstly, I just wanted to give a shout out first. Um, so we're having here having a couple of beers ourselves. They have a bit of a catch up. Yeah, yeah, that's um, great. Yeah, man. And uh, these coolers actually turned up today um, in the mail, and these coolers are actually sick. Like they're um, so shout out to Bigfoot Coolers. Now, <laughs> if you're a Yeti fan, oh yeah, <laughs> here you see Bigfoot. <laughs> Well, I hopefully he comes around one day around Rocky and all that, <laughs> yeah, and then I'll take cool. a photo with him and make sure I get the cooler in it as well. So, <laughs> no, shout out to Bigfoot Coolers, man. These things are sick. He actually, he actually machined the uh, Dead Ass Podcast logo on them and sent them up to us, and uh, I love it, man. So, yeah, he's from New uh, from Newcastle in New South Wales, and he reached out to us, man, and said he'd put a couple in, and these things are sick. Um, so I just wanted to give him a shout out for that. So cheers for that, bro. These these are going to be staying here on the uh, on the coffin table uh, for the guests when we want to drink some piss, and uh, that's what we're going to be doing today. We're going to be getting stuck into our work. So, mate, um, pretty much, you know, like I said before, you know, the the idea, the emphasis of this podcast is to capture eulogies, share stories of people's lives. You know, like so. Uh, for the new listeners who have been jumping on, which we've been having a heap come through lately, which has been awesome. Uh, thank you so much to everyone for the love and support. So to give people a bit of a rundown again, the idea of it is, you know, as a funeral director myself over the years, I've heard plenty of stories, plenty of eulogies of people's lives, man. And, and you know, you get these stories that are bangers or, you know, you hear some of these people's life, life stories and you're just like, geez, that's amazing. But you know, there's these keynotes, there's these certain things of those stories that are missing, you know, things that you would love to have heard from that person or, you know, uh, hear it from their own point of view. Yeah, the I get you, man. story Absolutely, behind yeah. it, you know, because you only get a certain bunch of the story that's true or, you know, yeah. that, you know, without it being pushed out or, 
you know, so you get a bit of an idea of, you know, you get a bit of an idea of it, but not the real story, the one that you want to hear. And then those stories are cemented forever. If you get them on these things like these podcasts. Yeah, man, I'm fully hearing you. So yeah. that's absolutely the best way to do it. I didn't yeah. even realize till you just explained you know what I mean? it yeah. to me. So you hear the stories afterwards, but yeah. And when you hear of people's lives beforehand, then you yeah. know it's well, straight the, up from the... That's right. So when someone passes away, those stories are gone. Yeah. They're gone yeah. forever. But there's also things that could have been historical events. There could have been things that, you know, someone might have had knowledge of something that yeah. has yeah. gone with them forever. You'll never see that ever again. Definitely, yeah. You know, yeah. Unless oh, you've cool. got it recorded now or you've got it stored forever. And then those generations of people that go... Well, you know, after us can look back on those things and go, wow, you know, that's what life was like back in those days. Yeah, or, no, sick. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. so that's the idea of it, mate. So, um, so I reached out to you because I know, um, you know, I, I, I know you since we've, we've known each other since we we're kids right. and, yeah, um, and you're, and you're born local. We, whereabouts, so how, go through with me where you grew up and a little bit and pieces. Yeah, that, no so. worries, man. So pretty much, um, I was born in Recampton. Um, you know, at the base hospital. Mm -hmm. um, my dad got married around yes. the second time like that. So, you know, probably wondering a bit about my skin colour and all that type of stuff. So I'm half Filipino. So Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, my dad got married and then he met my mum from the Philippines. Yeah, sure. So pretty much them two, you know, teed up, hooked up together. And then 87... Um, little, yeah, same year as me, brother. <laughs> yeah, look out world, little Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn turned up. Yeah, Glenn turned up and all that type of stuff. And basically pretty much from there, um, I'm an only child. So sure, okay, yep. I grew up in Recampton. Um, I don't know if you know the western parts of Rocky. So that's where I grew up, like near the airport. And there's, there's this place called, I think it's called Hilbron Street. Yeah, sure, okay. Yeah, yep. and then it was a little tiny um, two-bedroom apartment there. And then that's where my mum and dad raised me. Yes. You know, for most of those years until eventually I started like moving on. So yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 And where did you do your, where did you do your like schooling and that? Did you do that at near the airport there? Was it Crescent Lagoon? Is nah, to begin, I went to a school called um, Allenstown State oh, School. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, it was. Um, what year did you finish at Allenstown? Year, year four, yeah. Oh, that's I must have just missed you because I started in year four. Oh, did you? I was, there we I, go. I was like, yeah, because I was like, damn, yeah. I missed you at Allenstown. Yeah. And then, you know, because when I was a younger kid, I think I was like doing Power Rangers and all that too yeah, much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love your Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. you know, when you're a kid and then anyways, so mum and dad were like, yep, we got to move him on. And yeah. then that's when I... um. Went to another school, uh, St. Joseph's. St. Joseph's, yes. Okay. Wandel, have Wandel. you heard of that? Yes, yes. And yeah, it's a lot of history. You remember the old church that used to be like right next to it and everything? I do. Back yeah. there? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So pretty much i done my time there and then yeah. all of a sudden we started, yeah, moving on. And then, you know, you finish primary school and then, yeah, bang, then all of a sudden we come to. How, how was it? What was it like? You just get much, do we do much sporting activities and that sort of stuff? Yeah, or? definitely. Um, I played a lot of uh, league yeah. um, back then, year five, six, seven. Yeah. It was called the All Saints, say, for our rugby league and all that type of stuff. And yeah, um, yeah man, that, that was the kind of thing that we got we into. sort of We all sort of we all sort of caught up in that sort of like high school times, eh? Like we're, yeah, we're yeah. like Mark and all those boys. Yes, and, I remember uh, all them. Yeah, yeah, so caught up with your boys. Well, I think we were teenagers at that point. Yeah, we were teenagers. We? So basically what happened there was is my mum used to live right across from the grammar school. That's what it was. That's what the connection Yes, is. yes, that's right. And then, you know, us being in year 11 and year yeah. 12, that's when we all became a little bit of uh, misfits in the good type of way, <laughs> yeah. didn't we? Yes, that's right. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. No, no. <laughs> Part of growing up. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I actually remember how I did, you know, come across you and all that type yeah. of stuff, man. Um, because there was a lot of um, girls that was coming over to my house because it was like yeah, the sure. – And, you know, the yeah, guys yeah, the party too. Place. It was like the halfway <laughs> yes, – sorry, mum, dad, you know, for doing all that type of stuff. But it was like the party place. And yeah. for that whole entire year, mm. it was everyone's like – Hangout spot. Hangout spot. And do you remember like – I remember the grammar boys, they had all the Japanese cars. That's right, yes. Yeah, yes. and us and all the fellow boys. That's we right. Had the, we had yes. the Commodores, remember? That's right, I remember that. Yeah, you guys had like the VPs and all that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, the VPs. That. Yeah. yeah, that's right. We all, yeah, because then we would catch up. We'd go, we'd go lapping and do all the bits and pieces, we were, all the car stuff. We went lapping, yeah, and we'd yeah. done some incre incredible stuff lapping as well. <laughs> <laughs> we did. 
<laughs> oh, jeez. The things we did as kids, eh, or teenagers. And you that wouldn't too. get away with it now, would you? No, it's what, man, I'll tell you what, some of the stuff that we got up to as teenagers, shit. Holy hell, eh? Yeah. I would hate to think my kid's doing that. And then, but even then, like, you know, the, you couldn't get away with half that stuff. You know, you're too easy, it's too easy. You can too easily get caught with video cameras. Exactly, and all, stuff all over the place. And like I think about it, you know, the movie Fast and the Furious. Yeah, yeah. That weren't really far off from what we were used <laughs> no, to doing. It was, I reckon it was exactly yeah. the same and, type and of if, thing. And if it wasn't that, that we, we got inspired by it. <laughs> we got inspired by it, except we didn't fake it. We actually followed through yeah, I know, it. Yeah, we're doing it. Was it was legit. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was legit, yeah. Oh, geez, the good old days. You know, one every now and again I go back to my old days and go, geez. Wish I had the old one eighty SX again, <laughs> and it, or something like that. It was, yeah, I used to remember it. And yeah. Instead of it driving straight, I think it went out that way. Had a little bit of a kink in it. It kinked. <laughs> yeah, it kinked. But the then you were able to, to come f- out. fix it up. <laughs> yeah, and then, uh, up the street, it finally sorted itself out. Yeah, yeah it's a bit of smoke. I don't know if it was from the exhaust <laughs> or the tires. Hey? So, yeah. <laughs> so what did you? So what did you do after high school, mate? After that sort of scene? Yeah, man. Because everyone sort of disbanded and sort of went their own yeah, separate no, ways, I, and it wasn't real. Like you know. When we first sort of left high school and that, we didn't really – it was really hard for all of us to sort of keep uh, – we didn't have the luxuries of social media and all that sort of stuff where you could keep yep. track of what people were doing. Um, everyone sort of went their own way. We, You know, it was mobile phones were only just sort of coming in at that point. Um, you know, very – you know, remember the old 3310s? Absolutely. And all, yeah, like, yeah. You know, that was all like going through our high school. That was, you know. 3200s and all that. Yeah. That were one of the first picture yeah. phones. So, you that. know, like it was very basic stuff, yep. technology for us. We didn't have we didn't have Instagram or Facebook or any of those sort of things. No. It was like the, it only just started coming in a couple of years after we sort of left high school. And even then it was still only basic stuff. Like Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think the thing was um, it was very important for us to like – keep catching up with people you know it was. so yeah we still had to reach out so pretty much as you said like um after high school and that type of stuff um everyone was moving on but i don't know for some weird reason i was like kind of caught up with something you know what i mean yes yeah. like um i started hanging out with me mates and at that stage in life for some weird reason um, I'll go into some deep stuff. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah, yeah sure, yeah. please. Yeah, whatever you're willing to let, whatever you're willing to tell, mate. I'd be happy to hear it. Bro. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah. So my father started getting um, sick around that time. Okay, sure. And but the thing was, he ne- he never, you know what I mean. He never told us or the family or anything. So yeah, he very kept it kept it to himself. Kept it kept, yeah. it, kept it to himself, and it sounds very sort of uh, stoic. Yeah, you know, yeah, old school. Yeah, yeah, old school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he kept yeah. kept it quiet, and then. You know, I remember one day, like, stuff that I think of now, I went in there. This is a bit of personal stuff, but anyways, I'm happy to share it now. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm yeah. at this age. You're comfortable with it, yep. yeah. He was in the kitchen and all that type of stuff, and, you know, his whole left arm was shaking. Yeah, sure. And everything, like the whole left side of the body. I was like, are you all right, Dad? What's going on? You know yeah, what I mean? Sure. It's like, just go back to work, mate. Just go back to work, you know, go back yeah, to work. Yeah, sure. And mate, then you, yeah. you just instant to listen to that. And because at that time, you know, we're not trained to – see what that situation is, what is happening and all that. And yeah. then before before you know it, um, he had a, you know, he had a stroke and all that uh, type of stuff. Sorry here, mate. Yeah, yeah it, it was terrible, but he was still alive, you know, at that stage. Yeah. And then, you know, I would still be um, going to and from work, not realising what was really happening. Yeah. And then, you know, I'd be still staying in Rocky, chilling out at home and all that type of stuff. And then I remember he come back and he said, oh, yeah, no worries. I'm going to Brisbane for a surgery. So yeah. this is when things started, you know, becoming more open and everything. And then I realised um, he had a, like, I think he had like 30, 40 staples. Oh, wow. On the right side of his head. And then, yeah. he, had, and then he had a massive um, brain tumour. Oh, shit. Do you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, as he had a massive, like, brain tumour and all that type of stuff, man, um, it wasn't, it wasn't really, you know, it was it was hard for me to take. Of course, yeah, mate, yeah, hundred percent. So anyways, I had to pretty much just do what I had to do, mm. and then anyways, th- this is what people don't realize in life and how precious and quick life is. You've got to like live every moment and always love your parents, man. You know what I mean? Like, of course, yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent, man. Yeah. So, anyways, I I used to be a chainman. I used to work as a surveyor's assistant and all that type yeah, of stuff. Yeah, sure, okay, yeah. And um, used to do all the subdivisions and peg the blocks in and everything like that. And I remember. I get the phone call, right? It was pretty deep. And then they were like, hey, um, 
we need you to go up to the hospital straight away. Okay, shit. Yeah, and then, you know, it just says that you're like, your heart's beating, everything's pumping. Yeah, of course, mate. Yeah. And you're just like, shit, what am I going to do? So, what are you and, expecting? Yeah, and then, anyways, <coughs> I went there and it was what I expected, you know oh, what I mean? Shit. Yeah. Yep, my dad passed away. Oh, fuck. Um, yep, Sorry. and he tried, oh, it's terrible, bro. And then he actually tried to call me on his phone. Did he really? Like the last two digits of the number were missed. Uh, and it was down there. Bro, hard. Yeah. yeah, it was hard. It was tough. Um, and then I just had to I just had to deal with it. You know what I mean? I just yeah. had to keep pushing through. And I think it's just a part of life. But anyways. Did, how, how old were you at that point? 18. Eight, shit, mate. So you're only a teenager. Teenager, you know, yeah. You know, it's hard to think. You know, that, geez, that makes you grow up quick, doesn't it? Mm. Doesn't it? You know, like it's... I had to, yeah. You had to. You yeah. know, like you, I, I look at an 18-year-old now and I still look at them like they're a fucking kid. Exactly. Yeah. You know, we, you know we're, when you feel like... When we were 18 though, I felt like we were more ad, more like an adult at that at that, genera I, I, that I think, generation. I think, we, I think we were, yeah. I think it's a little bit of a change in the generations. I think, you know, me... I don't know if... I'm not, but who knows? Like maybe... Back in the day, our fathers looked at us the same way. Possibly, but I Maybe think we, as, we were kids I, too. But. I think we still had that old school effect. You know, I think I mean? we were, we're on the verge. Of that, pull yeah. on the line, but we yeah. were on the verge because we were still doing yeah stupid but, types of shit. Yeah, but I think in all, but in in all regards too, but mate, like all things aside, the fact that you lost your father at eighteen years of age, yeah, man. mate, like that, you know, that's um, it, it. It went it, it went pretty bad, and then once that happened, then. You know, like there was not really much help for that, especially yeah, being, yeah, of an, yes. being an only child. You had, I had really no one to like hang out with or rely on other than, you know. But also someone you know, not to, yeah, not to vent to or yeah. not to uh, share those emotions with. You know what I mean? You were, I'm guessing, I'm, ge I'm assuming, yeah, you were probably bottling it a lot up yourself. Oh, mate, I, I, I definitely was. And you yeah. probably didn't really have, because, you know, like it was also back in those days too, man, there was, we didn't have the means to talk to each other like that to, yeah. to let our friends know how we felt. There wasn't there wasn't like that. It is today. Yeah. Where yeah. it's socially acceptable for yep. people to to share this their feelings with other people. Yeah. Stuff. Absolutely. Back, back then, mate, it was like, suck it up, princess. You got Pre fucking pretty much. You know, yeah. That's what it was like, wasn't yeah. it? You know. Yeah. So, but and what, I'm not and it, what I'm saying it's not. It wasn't healthy. No, it's it was not healthy. It, it, at all. it wasn't healthy. No. And then within that is few years, you know. Mm. Um, it was just me doing what I had to do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Doing the things that you yeah. need to do just to get through. Whether that attracted police attention or not yeah, yeah, police attention. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> I had, to, yeah, do, I know what I had do. to do what I had yeah. to do. It's that, you know what it is, man? Yeah. It's, the, it's the will to survive. Yeah. yeah. It's the hustler's mentality. Yeah. The will to survive. And, mate, I know exactly what you're saying, brother. Yeah. It's yeah. all good. No, no, I totally agree. Mate, Straight, how you do what up. you got to do. Straight and, up. Yeah. yeah. And so... I'm just gonna grab another beer. Go, right? mate. Go for it, please. Oh, yeah. Right. How how'd you find those coolers? It's really good. It's kept it cool. It's kept my beer cold, so <laughs> I can't. <laughs> oh, I look at that. Just slipped in nice and brilliant. perfect. Yeah. Keep some. Yeah, man. Mine's oh. nice and cold too. All right. Here we go. Mm. Bang. So you had to do what you had to do, mate. Yeah. And get and get through to where. At what did, did you reach a turning point, or did you reach a point where? Did you reach – at what point did you find – there's got to be turning points at any point. Uh, yeah, absolutely, man. So I think after that, you know, me doing what I had to do, um, cruising around, I eventually, you know, found a woman in my life. Yeah, sure. Okay, I think cool. it's about – excuse me. Yeah. I think it's about 12 years ago, something like that around now. I weren't quite really ready, but it just sort of happened around yeah. Um, 23. Yeah. I pretty much – you know, found a partner and all that. And then bang, I went straight in head first. You yeah, know what sure. I mean? Well, you know what, mate, you're probably looking for that. Yeah. You know, like it didn't, and it probably didn't matter where, like you just, as soon as, it, as, soon as, as soon as the opportunity came, bang. Yeah. Grabbed it. Straight Both by hands. Yeah. Straight yeah. up, man. I remember yeah. like, <laughs> it would have been like one month, eh? Cause yeah. I was just like that crazy type of kid. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I'm ready for it. I'm really like, Hey, you know? I'll just go with what yeah. my instincts says. You're probably star starving for it too. Yeah, mate. yeah. Starving like, for the attention. You know what I'm just saying? For yeah. That companionship, the, the love and support. Exact, and, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, And you would have found it anyway. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's the first place that you were going to find it. Yeah. And you would have grabbed it. Yep. And then I grabbed it. Yeah. And then, you know, all of a sudden I was in that life pretty much mm -hmm. for that whole entire time. Um, 
And then I just started having kids. Yeah, sure. You know? And then while I was having kids, there was another means to survival then. Um, basically what I had to do was then like provide. Yeah, sure. Yep. And um, that's when like the next stage of my life started coming into and then I I got a job as a coal miner, as an underground miner. And, How was that? Uh, man, it was very – it was a tough environment. So it was 2010. Yeah, sure. So 2010, what were we then? Around 23, 24? Uh, 2010, yeah, 23. 24? Yeah, 23, like 24, something like that, yeah. Yeah, so I was in that industry, like one of the most youngest mm-hmm. underground coal miners and you were in this very tough, manly sure. environment. And then that was another whole situation that you'd have to, you know, straight up adapt to the best. It's hard. And it's hard, yeah, living away from your family, young fella. So, you know, yeah, you're going to cop it. But at the same time, I met some of the best blokes in my life working sure. in the coal mines and I've seen some of the most incredible things that I've ever seen. Yeah. In the coal mines, eh? yeah, yeah, like that's cool. Heaps of stuff. I could probably be talking about it forever, <laughs> eh? <laughs> and um, and but ultimately, did you? Did, was it not for you? Like, what? What did you? What did you? Th- I ended up lasting in it for somehow um, nine years. Eh? Did you really? So yeah, you did nine years in it. Yeah, I done wow. nine years in the coal yeah, mines mate. underground. Yeah, so I worked at all places like um, Cook Colliery, um, Crinomies, yeah, uh, Murrumbah North, and yeah, some of the most, you know, crazy. And did you places. and you met some and you met some good friends and blokes I, I did there. make some good friends, like some yeah. of the best friends that I ever met. And then we all started hanging out together. And well, I suppose you would, mate. Like you got and you become it's like a you got that kingship. Yeah, you, know, you get that. You got that um, brotherhood because brotherhood because these are out there doing the exact same thing with their families. And, of course, yeah, mate. Yeah, and it's a minus mentality too. So if the best advice I could give is if you ever get into that industry and all that type of stuff, you know, knuckle down, save all your money. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and then go hustle out and be an entrepreneur. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you hear it quite often. You hear a lot of the guys that, uh, you know, they make the good coin out on the ground and yeah, as fast as they're making it, it's as fast as they're burning it. Oh, man, straight up. Yeah. yeah. All those types of things yeah. happen really quickly. So, <laughs> yeah. Good. But that, but that's so you did a fair stint there, mate. What'd you do after the, What'd you do after the mines? Um, pretty much after the mines, man. Um, I decided, you know, we we got redundant, and this is what before I, I went back into it a second time. But yeah, I sure. got redundant in two thousand and eighteen. Okay, right. Yeah. So yeah. the coal mine pretty much shut, mm-hmm. and then they gave us all our big massive payouts. Yeah, golden handshake that they call it. The golden handshake, yeah. And then. I remember going to Thailand. Yep. I could probably only remember <laughs> just sitting at the bars, um, you know, with my ex-wife at the time and all yep. that. Um, had some good memories, but yeah, you know, could have done better with the money, but yeah, I just started like just having a lot of good fun yeah. with it in the time. But, you know, we we're very much there for the children. We gave them heaps of stuff to have fun too. So Yeah, yeah uh, fair enough. How many children do you have? I have four children, oh, man. beautiful, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Girls on the outside, boys on the inside. Oh, so. yeah. Okay, cool. That's awesome. So, yeah. Ah, nice. And uh, so what So what did you do after the mines? You, yep. You, so, did this, well, you, sit, you did a sit in the army and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so that, what happened, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. When um, did that happen? Yeah, so that happened around 2017. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. And then I'd done that from 2017 to I think 21, eh? Yeah, okay. Around that time. So you did a, did a fair stint it. Yeah, yeah. So it was with the um, Army Reserves, yep. which is a unit here in Recampton. But basically, find that? Oh, man. I found it probably one of the best things that I've ever done in my life. Hey? Yeah, sure. Um, I can pretty much tell you exactly like the whole entire process. And I've met some of my best friends that I've ever met in my life from it. So basically what happened was, um, you know, you sign up and they kind of try to push you straight, yeah. away, you know, straight away. Like they want you in there and all that. You go for your medical um, you go for your PFA, it's called like a pre-fitness assessment. And then the minimum standards is all they want you to do is 45 push-ups. No, sorry, 45 sit-ups, 15 push-ups and 7.5 on the beep oh, test. Oh, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. So you have to do all that. And then when you're ready and you pass it all, then all of a sudden you get another letter and then they want to send you to Kapuka. Oh, okay. Right, so um, Kapuka is like the home of the soldier, man. Yeah, sure. And I remember rocking up there. I was in Sydney for the first night and, you know, this is once we got in there and then there were all these 
people around that we didn't even know. And our instructions were, you got to meet up here, meet at this bar. You got to stay at this hotel and this is what you've got to do. You know, there are all these guys, girls, wow. everything. And, and yeah. you just didn't know who was who. You yeah, know? yeah, of course. You're just walking around and you're just like, shit, what's, what's going on? Where, where yeah. the hell am I or what have I done? And it's a little trap. They, it's the last part of civilian life you have before you're going to get uh, okay. your ass absolutely kicked and yeah. handed to you, you know? Yeah, okay. And then anyways, I met a couple of dudes who I didn't see because they ended up going to other platoons. Yeah, sure. So that's another part of the army. You'll meet friends and then all of a sudden... They get deployed bang. somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, and you're losing. So it's yeah. all part of the psychology and the mentality oh. type of thing. And then I remember anyways, you know, I stayed that night and then all of a sudden all those army guys in uniforms just like went from nice people just fully changed, eh? Really? Yeah, yeah. Like something came over them. Something came, <laughs> something came over them pretty much. And True. then... And then all of a sudden we're on the bus yeah. and they're like, everyone, get on the fucking bus right here, right now. Really? Get on the bus. And they just started like going off their heads eh? and everyone was like, oh shit. What the hell's going on here? Yeah, what's the going hell? But yeah. that was a part of the initiation initiation yeah. br- breakdown procedure and getting, um, yes, straight into it. Eh? And wow. Yeah. And what was the training like? How long did the training go for? for uh, training, what did you do there? Yeah, training was for 45 days. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I know it sounds, I know it sounds, oh. I don't know, just to me it sounds like it, because it would have been 45 straight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I pretty much can tell you. So your morning starts at 0600 mm-hmm. and then finishes at 2200 at night, man. And they yeah. all get you in a uniform, so you're all the same, yep. and they have you all up in the hallway mm-hmm. and every morning that you wake up, you have to say your hallway number. You have to go like hallway 36. So, uh. and then everyone's got to scream that out. They've got to have two bed sheets <laughs> over their shoulder here like this, standing at attention, always screaming. And then all of a sudden a corporal comes walking down the hallway and goes from here, mm. you have exactly f- 15 minutes to shit, piss, shave, do your beds, and if you if you stuff up and do your don't do your beds or do that in the correct or right time, every single person there gets suffered. Like oh, so it's that everyone gets suffered, not the one. Yeah, I, oh. I actually I actually got a funny story, bro. Yeah, tell, yeah, tell yeah, me. Come on, please, please tell me. <laughs> All right, man. So yeah. I was with these two Chinese guys, and yeah. um, and anyways, uh, Wu and Yang, they were yeah. one of my best friends. Wu and Yang. Yeah. Cool. Um, Yang had a bit of uh, difficulty understanding, you know, yeah, yep. numbers. So in the morning, we had to count and scream out. They'd go hallway number and they'd shoot up all the numbers. Someone would go one, two, three, oh, but yeah, we'd sure. have to scream out our number as loud as and as hard as we can. Yeah. So I'd sit on the other side of him and in staying, instead of saying my number properly, like 35, I'd go, hey, hi. <laughs> and then he wouldn't know his <laughs> His number, ah, because okay, he didn't understand it. He yeah, didn't yeah. understand it properly. Throw him off. Yeah, yeah. throw him off. So then we'd have to start all again oh, from the start. No. <laughs> and then it'd, it'd come back and kick around, man. And yeah, man, yeah. just some funny moments like that, man. And oh, oh, good on you, dude. Yeah. yeah. So, and did you feel like? Yeah. Did you feel uh, so after you done the training that? Did you feel like you had a bit of a sense of discipline? Like, did absolutely, man. Yeah, I felt. A bit? Yeah, it changed me. It. That was only the first phase of training. There was another few more trainings when I became infantry troop oh, two right. after that. So okay, so where did they where did they put you after that first forty five? Um, so do? after that, I went back to to our unit yep. in Rocky, and then you know we chilled out a bit mm-hmm. and all that. And you're feeling like a soldier then all of a yeah. sudden. But then because I chose infantry, then all of a sudden they sent us to this place called um, Bindoon Barracks, which is over in WA oh, okay. or Fremantle. There's yeah, a yeah, base Fremantle, around there. Yep. yep. And then that's where you do your infantry training. Is and it just commercial flying or do you, you go through the art? Uh, just commercial, commercial flights, yeah. yeah, yeah it's sure. all commercial. They take you straight over there. Cool. And then when I thought Kapuka was hard, but then when you go to infantry, it's like a total different breed yeah, because okay. you've got a lot of ex-Afghan, Iraqi veterans. Oh, wow. Cool. Even some Vietnam vets that are still staying in the service for years. Wow, that's cool to know. Yeah, and the infantry have always held their call to like um, yes. a really high value. So <clears> they... I suppose they would because they're the front line. Yeah, they're the front line. And yeah. um, if I had to jump to the story, man, like I'll tell you. So anyways, yeah. one yeah. one time we were like, you know, we're, we're doing our, okay. So we have Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Delta and all that type of stuff. Yep. So during our sleep, so that's where we are, okay. And then yep. when there's a contact, everyone's yep. got to wake up, jump in their pit 
and provide suppressing fire. Okay, wow. I remember some guys, some young fellas, some knobs, during all the like rounds going off, I'm talking loud rounds going mm. off, F1 grenades, even shooting, they would still fall asleep. Really? Yeah, during really? the contest. Or is it because they're just that tired? Just that tired, like, physically drained. It didn't matter, they just dodding off. Yeah, I remember I got up there, started providing suppressing fire, started kicking my mate. Yeah. Like fairly hard. He was just like, just really, just not even moving. So I, I done my part. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll never forget it, man. Eh? One wow. of the corporals were just sitting over him. Oh, during no. the training, watching him sleeping <laughs> oh, for like no. the whole five minutes. He would have been in shit. Well, the whole lot of us were. Oh, there. you it, all would have We been. all were. So once oh, that contact no. finished, he was still there. They actually made us go back to sleep and he was still asleep with us. Oh, man. No. You don't even want to know what happened. I eh? could imagine. Yeah. <laughs> I could imagine they wouldn't have taken it too lightly. They didn't, man. So... But yeah, man, some of the funny stories. But I'm mess. How long were you over there for for that? Uh, 14 days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a long time being out in the field. 14 days is a long time, bro. Y your mind starts playing tricks on you when you're up for like two, three days. Well, Do you know you, what I mean? one one day it plays tricks on you. Yeah, like I've done plenty where I where I've been awake the whole day, and then the next day you get delusional. You feel like you're drunk. And oh, you bro. Stuff. You know that clown from it. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I was sitting there in the gun and it was like waving to me. Hey, I was like, holy crap! You're, like, you're hallucinating. Yeah, <laughs> mm. yeah. I know. I, I know that feeling. So yeah, I've done, I, I done that a couple of times, and I was just like, wow. And I mm. said, no, that's more of you just being sleep deprived. And I thought it was really good. At you like, I was like, oh man, I want to feel like that again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind this feeling. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, so and um, so you enjoyed, but you had a get a good time. I had a good time, and um, highly, yeah, man, I highly recommend it to everyone. Like, yeah, that's just my doing personal. your part too. I guess yeah, you say. Abs absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I just feel it's a need for our country. You know, it yeah. just it gives us a bit of discipline and structure. And then if anyone ever comes over and tries to take us over, we can kick ass a little bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just Got some background. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we could. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, like, you know, like I think it's probably, uh, I think it's. A great thing that you that you do, um, at least that bit for your, for your country. Yeah, I think it's very patriotic to be, you know, to do something like that. Oh man, I, I love the history of it, the Anzacs, and of all the stories, beautiful and, history, and, and, man. Everything that you hear about it, like, and then once you get into it, I could keep talking for hours, mm. man. Oh yeah, it, yeah, of course. Know. No, look, I, you know, like, I'm sure all of our family members at some point. Yeah, some of our extended family members have all been involved either in a war or been. Yeah, you know, so it's it's um, you know it's rich, it's ingrained in all of us. Absolutely, you know, yeah. About all this sort of stuff, so it's you know it's beautiful to to I guess do your part and and yeah. you know say that you did yours because you know like it it's ingra it's obviously ingrained in you now still. Yeah, you know, yeah, all that. definitely. Um, but then you also you you went from uh, from there and yeah. like you know a bit yeah. I guess emotionally probably would have been a bit hard too, being away from your family, like 45 days and that sort of stuff. That's Man, a long it, time away from your family. It has its toll, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It definitely has its toll and everything like that. And you have to give it up to the wives, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah that of course. have to put up with that. Mm. Mm. Because there's no way I can leave my children now. Of course. And just go and do that because, number one, you know, I'm basically single. So I haven't got yeah, yeah. a woman there full time helping me. Yes. My kids, so my priority in my children at the moment, man. So yeah, of course they are. Yeah, hundred percent they are. Yeah, yeah. You so know, as a part of your responsibility as being an, yeah. uh, as being a father, you know. But if I do see a whole bunch of paratroopers come fly down <laughs> on this country, I'm gonna you gonna leg it? <laughs> no, I'm gonna get my gat and start. <laughs> yeah, start popping. Yeah, start popping. <laughs> Doing drive bites. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you gonna put it hang on the side that way? No, I'm thinking I'm just gonna go like this. I like just <laughs> straight off a car and just do a hole. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah. yeah. Uh, fair enough. Love that. Yeah. Um, but then also, so you finished that up and... Um... Yeah. Well, I finished that up and at the same time, mm. I was... Um, yeah, I did go into corrections. Oh, okay. So you were... St- because you can still be active, isn't it? How does it work? I was in, I, well, how does it work? You can still do part. You can still do other work, can't you? Yeah, correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, anyways, because I was in that um, type of environment, yeah. there are other people who are, you know what I mean? Yeah. In corrections as well, too. So I did. Yeah, I, I moved into corrections, mm. man. Eh? How did you find corrections? Um, corrections is very, very interesting, man. Yeah. It's such a diverse place, man. Shoot yeah. away and I'll ask the questions the best well, I can. Well, you know, like, I mean, we, you know, I've got a bit of a history with it, not me personally. Absolutely. I do like, like, yeah, so yeah. my brother was involved in it. Yeah. Um, you know, he, a lot of, and then we build like those friendships with those people. Yeah. And so, you know, like your personal experiences of dealing with the corrections, what did you find? How did you find? Because you're the first person I've had on the podcast that's had any dealings with corrections. So yeah, no worries. For the people who listen, you know, like, you know, what what's the environment like in there and, and, and stuff? Is it yep. pretty, it'd be, uh, is it intimidating? Is it, is it, is it, bit more relaxed than what people think it's like. You see in these movies, like people, you know, you got these cliques and you got these groups and yep. you got to constantly be looking for shivs and yeah. Um, I think the way corrections works, it it a lot of people say it's not like the movies, but it can definitely be like the movies mm-hmm. very much because yeah. you have different types of people from all walks of life, and it doesn't take. No genius to figure out what type of group of people you are. So yeah. when you walk into normal society in the whole entire <laughs> life, we have this person, we've got that person, yeah. we have this person. Um, you, I reckon it only takes literally three months mm-hmm. of being in that place to be exposed to everything what it's everything everything is. is in there. Yeah. yeah. So that's what they try to do. Um, they try to ensure that, you're ready to what yeah. you're going to have to deal with. And yeah. you know what? Um, hats off eh, to a lot of the officers that I did work yeah, yeah. with in there. Yeah, sure. And there's a, you know, as someone like you me. Get little, you get a lot of those old school blokes that's in there right. too. Yeah. I only done two years, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And that was for me. I was like, look, this ain't me. This ain't who I am. Yeah, of course, mate. And then you've got officers that have been there for 30 years, yeah, 35, se- 20 years. They would have seen some shit. They would have seen everything. And and without them, mm-hmm. we wouldn't be able to function Mm. That the way we are today, you know, like yeah, of course. But absolutely, like all prisons within the prison, you're going to have different types of groups of people, you know. Yeah, you will have this group, you will have that group, you will have, you know, yeah. what I'm talking. Oh, of course, about. mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What there I'm saying. Oh, there would have been different ethnic groups. Yeah, ethnic um, groups, gangs, hockey gangs, yeah, everything. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah, for sure, man. Culture and the environment. Yeah, generally, no one. They're actually, this is weird. Some people actually do want to go to prison. I have heard that too, bro. Yeah. Some, some, they've got a better lifestyle in there. Exactly. Some people do want to go to prison. They get bed, they get TV, they get clothes, meals. they get accommodated, they get meals and it's a structure. They get work. Yep. Get they discipline, get, set yeah. in line. I mean, it makes sense, isn't it? I mean, you mm. have a look at this, some of these poor bastards out here that yeah, that's right. are starving. Yep. They can't get a bed. No, yeah. They can't do anything. They, they, they go and do they, – all they have to do is go and commit a crime. Yeah. I, and they can be they can be bedded and ex- fed exactly. and clothed. And, it, it, it's really and, incredible. And, yeah. and a healthcare system they exactly. can be looked after. Bang, straight up. Yeah, you, you just call a code and yeah. bang, they'll be looked they'll after. They'll be sent up to, to the hospital, get you know, A-grade healthcare. Exactly. I'll, I'll tell you something, man. I have seen some of the most biggest Gs that run that, you know, mm-hmm. in that prison and they – they run hierarchy in there. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden when they go out into this world yeah. that we're living in now, yeah. they're nobody. They're just sleeping back. on the side of the street in the gutter, you know? And yeah, that's yeah, of course. Back to the bottom of the barrel. Exactly, they, yeah. And they can't handle it. They don't exactly. like it. No. They, they, had, they had status 
Exactly. They had a yeah. They had a position, a yep. hierarchy yep. in that system. Yeah. So you can understand you then wanted to go back and uh, absolutely. And yeah. then, but do you know what too, man? One of the most amazing things that I ever did see. I remember meeting a group of people mm. um, in there, and they were free by being in a prison, even though they were sentenced to life. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Mentally yeah, sure. in their head, yeah, yeah, they were free. Like, and that was one of the most incredible things that I've seen too. Like, you know, they were very religious and they held onto the Bible sure. and then the Bible yep. was something that was a way to be able to set them free. Yes. And they saved people that were coming into the place, man. So, so it's like their duty to care for people. Exactly. Like, so way yeah. to redemption for themselves or, or whatever the case may be. But yeah, you know, yeah. Absolutely. their part that they had to, that they're doing to help yeah, out. Yeah. It's but, beautiful, isn't it? In a in a real sad way. Yeah, in a real sad way. It was beautiful. And I don't know if every other officer did, but I started understanding all walks of life. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. yeah. You had your smart asses. Of course. Um, I, I done everything right, man, and yeah. justice and correct. And then, you know, I try to help out when I could. But if someone wants to be smart ass and rude to me and all that type of stuff, of I have to do what I have to, yeah, of course. to do, you know, look after my mates and stick up for yeah. myself. But other than that, working there, I just thought I'm going to get drained. Yeah, yeah. This ain't for me, man. So... Hey, look, man. Hats off I, to everyone. Eh? Yeah, yeah, look, hats off. Yeah, hats off to you know what? Hats off to yourself too. But for yeah. knowing that that wasn't going to be for you. Yeah. Yeah, these poor people that get stuck in that rhythm of those things, and it just mentally kills them. Yeah. But they think that that's all that they can do. That they don't have anything else to offer. That they can't. Yeah. That they're gonna. They're gonna get stuck in this loophole of shit. Mm. You know what I mean? And then I feel. I feel. Uh, yeah. And then that consumes them, mate. And it, it does. Yeah. It either they either end up doing themselves in over it or they you know the marriages break up they lose their relationships with their children because they're constantly bitter and they've had enough of it and they feel like they're stuck in this merry-go-round of dog shit like they can't i i, I know yeah. uh, wait bro i feel you yeah, exactly yeah, in what, yeah. you know what yeah. i mean What's, yeah so you know like it's like yeah you know like the but the, the point i'm trying to make is like so at least you know at least yep. you at least you understood yep. what you could, or you could either, sit, you know, you're looking into this crystal ball and you could see the future that represented for you. Yeah. And you're like, no, this is not for me. No. Yeah, smart. Good on you. Good on you for getting out. Yeah. 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 I had to, otherwise I would have eventually. You know, gone down that, that path yeah. or something yeah. no, and, and not good. Yeah. Um, no, good on you, mate. Good yeah. on you for getting out and That's doing right. that. Yeah. Cheers, yeah. So, you know, what did you, so, you know, you've, you've, you've left the, you've left the corrections. You're still, yeah. were you still active with the reserves as well? What yeah. Well, pretty there? much um, after that and all that. That's when, you know, my marriage um, started coming to an end, you know? Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Um, so basically what happened was, just to cut a long story short, man, that was it. It was, it was over. And then, you know, they were like, yep, you got nowhere to live now. You know, move out, move out, of the, move out. And I didn't want to put my mother mm. on any strain or anything or any of my friends or anything like that, man. So I went, I went homeless, bro. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah man. Like, I man, straight yeah. up went homeless. Like, yeah. no shit. And then basically what happened was this, yeah, this is when it all started falling apart and everything like that, man. <clears throat> I um I needed like housing. I didn't want to put I didn't want to tell yeah, anyone sure. what was going on. Yeah, I didn't oh, want, I, I didn't want to put the strain on anyone. So I was just like I know I know that mentality of what you're saying, mate. Yeah. I understand what you're saying there. That's um you feel like you're going to be a burden to people, even though you wouldn't have been. Yeah. You felt like you were going to be one. I was going to be, to be yeah, yeah. You yeah. felt like that. Yeah, I know what you're saying. And, right? I, and I, I just had to endure and fight, you know what I mean? And then what kept me going, like... Mm. What did keep you going? My children, man. Yeah, my children, and I don't want to leave a legacy bad behind, you know what I mean? And yeah. I just had to get back up and then yeah. keep on fighting. And, you know, I had a good time doing it too while I was doing yeah, it. Yeah, of course. Because yeah. it, was all, it was all personal growth. So, you know, I went to this... And believe it or not, there's not a lot of services out there for men, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, nothing. there's not, dude. There's, there's nothing. not. There's not. But this one lady took me on because she knew I had children. And I went over to Anglicare and I was like, look, I don't want to be couch surfing. She goes, you're going to need a couch surf for at least two weeks. Yeah, okay. And I go, I don't want to be telling my mum. I don't want to be telling anyone yeah. what's going on. But it, it, that must have been fucking tough, dude. It I was, man. I couldn't, dude, I couldn't. Brother, brother I could not imagine... I couldn't imagine the emotions that you would be going through. Oh that man, point, well, like, so hard, bro. bro. Like losing, you know, not seeing your children when you started and seeing them every single yeah. day. Yep. And then all of a sudden they're gone, mm -hmm. you know, and then 
people are talking and then they're talking on both sides of the fence. Oh, that would have been tough. It was. And then I was so tired and drained, you know what I mean? And yeah. I just started falling asleep yeah. like, during the day. Like, yeah, just bang in the car. Yeah. Yep. But, you know, I said, nah, you got to keep you gotta keep fighting, keep going. So, so this lady from Anglicare, shout, yeah. out, shout out to that lady from Anglicare. Shout Anglicare. out to that lady from Anglicare. And then what yeah. she done was, man, um, she put me in an emergency in housing. Oh, you know? wow. Beautiful. Yeah, until for my kids and everything. And you know when this was right before? Well, this was right before Christmas, man. Oh, really? Wow. All this started happening right before Christmas. Yeah, shit. And then I had nothing. No yeah. money or anything because, you know, all that stuff. That yeah, of course. When, passed, yeah, when, it, when you're divorces, all yeah. that type of stuff. So anyways, I was like, damn, man, what am I going to do? I'll never forget it. One yeah. week prior to that, geez, I forgot her name, eh? But if I ever find her, yeah, I'll yeah. be forever grateful. I remember I went in there and then all on the kids' beds and everything like that, man. There was all Christmas presents. That really? Was, yeah, man. They went above and beyond. Wow. And yeah. this is from Anglican? That's from Anglican, man. Holy smokes. I didn't even have a TV, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I remember I bought a TV from Facebook Market for 80 bucks. And then this yeah. guy and his daughter come over and they looked at this house. And I, don't, I can't even remember this bloke's name, but I remember his face. And he walks in there. At yeah. my house, and he goes like this, starts looking around the whole entire place. Man. Yeah, sure. And he looks at me. I'm like, "Hey, man, how you going?" I was pretty embarrassed, and I didn't want to. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, of course. Say anything, yeah, of he, course, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah of and course. He, he just seen a tree, and you know, yeah, like a couple of pre presents under that. He goes, "Oh, yeah." And then all of a sudden, you know what he done? What did he do? He come back, bought all the presents, food, hampers, and everything. It. Nah. Really? No, just fucking just come back and just eat without me even asking him and then just went away and then gave me the cash back for the TV in wow. Rocky. Wow. Mate, what a fucking champion. What a champion is yeah. that dude? Yeah. And I try to go back on Facebook through yeah. my messages. Try to find him. To try to find him. Yeah, don't know. I get him. Yeah, but you know, man, you know it doesn't that say that there's people in this world that – there are beautiful people in this world. Exactly, exactly. Beautiful things to help out people. Yeah. And, you know, this is exactly what I'm talking about, man. You know, like get, there is those beautiful stories of those people. Those, you know, like you don't hear about that. You never hear about those beautiful stories about that. Yeah. The only thing you ever hear about is the negative shit that goes on around Exactly. Here. You never hear about the beautiful stuff that people get together and help each other out in their time of need. Yeah. Ah, um, oh, mate, that's just fucking beautiful. Yeah. Dude. And it really is. Yeah. And then... When, when you see stuff like that, then... Does it, that motivate you yourself? 100%. Yeah. And that's why for me now, if anyone is going through a mm. hard time, whatever, I do not care to give in. Even if I've got nothing, yeah, yeah. I will help up. out. Yeah. I will help out, man. You know, That's absolutely beautiful, bro. It really is. Yeah. It's cool, mate. You know. And um, so, you know, please, if you don't mind continuing yeah, with bro, this. Go, I, go. I, I, this is whatever. beautiful. Yeah. Um, so from that point, so, you know, Christmas is gone now. What, what was your focus? You know, you, you knew, so you're in this, you're in this situation. So what, what, what did you look forward to next? What did you try to do? Man, like then, you know, I, I had to, you know, I still stuck around with the army and all that type of stuff. And then I was like so desperate. I'm like, damn it, I need to go back to the mines, which is my last yeah. resort. I did not want to leave because yeah, I already sure. went through a divorce. I didn't want to yeah, sure. leave the children. And another 18 months, you know what I mean? I, that's, when I, that's when the fighting started happening. That's when I started it, right? You got to do it tough. You know, I met a few people who've done it tougher, and yep. this is trying to bring strong mentality back into our principle. I'm like, all right, Glenn, you got to start saving money, and you got to get out of this. Yeah, sure. This house. So I went back into the mines. Before that, man, it didn't take too long, and then you know what I mean. I yeah started yeah coming up, coming up, coming yeah, up to the surface. Yeah, and that's pretty much started Where, happening. Yeah. So when you so when you got to that point. <clears throat> So this is the part that I want to ask you about because this is yeah, and, and, yep. and it's mainly about your business and everything about yeah, what you're shoot, doing. so yeah. so what made you decide to go with that with with I can I can understand the name yeah yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I worked out the name pretty quick all right. all right but no so please let me yeah I'd love to know yeah what how that came about okay. and um was that straight after the mines and everything like straight that? after yeah. the mines and then more situations that occur that I can't. Close, but maybe, yeah, yeah, of course, maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe so, for another episode on my yeah, 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 maybe later on, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, you've um, already you shared a heat yeah. today, I appreciate it. Um, so pretty much then, um, my youngest, oh, sorry, my son who's 13, yes. um, 
said, oh, I've got to live with you full time now, Dad. Okay, I, I need to sure. live with you full time. Yeah, you sure. Full children. I said, really? What, why? And then anyways, he just said, I've got to live with you full time. Okay. Yeah. I said, all right, Dad will live. So then basically I had to leave the mines. So you had to stay in town. I had to stay in town. Okay. Yep. Uh, stayed in town. And then pretty much from there is I, I didn't want to ever, you know what I mean? Um, work for anyone anymore. Yeah, and you I want to do your own thing. You want to be I your want, own boss. I want to do my own thing. I want to be my own boss. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit. I'm too over. You know what I mean? Educated for anything that sure. I've already done. You know yes. what I mean? I said, no one's going to take me on. Yep. I said, oh, stuff it, man. I walked around, no joke. I went to Bunnings. I, I want to hear. I want to hear this, man. This is this is the part that I appreciate so much because. All right. Anyone, anyone that knows when when I say like I've got a little bit of hustlers mentality in me yeah. as well, right? Yeah. This this is this I this is what I want to hear, man. Because for people who are who are business orientated and business minded, yeah. will understand the hustle yeah. that's involved with this sort of stuff. Yeah, to man. To, a, I, to I, get to a place where they are today, the things that they have to do to get to move forward. And yeah, make, man. Make I, it absolutely. All yeah. right. All right. So anyways, I was like, damn it, I am on my last $500. Yep. Once again, I'm like, yep. shit, I just got out of everything. Now I'm back to it again. You yeah, know? sure, right? Yeah. Anyways, I went into Bunnings. Yep. I bought two buckets. I yep. bought two sponges. Yep. I bought two squeegees. Yep. I bought a, I bought cloths for $10 yep. and a little tradesman's belt. Yep. I had no idea about cleaning windows. Or <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. And I, I was, love it. And I strapped all this shit up to myself yep. like that. And then I had me a little Pajero here. And I yep. went, you've just got to walk around, Glenn, and fucking drive and find some place yes. and do it. I looked at Pizza Hut, eh, on the south side, across from McDonald's on George Street, eh? I looked in there and went, holy crap. you got to try this. Anyways, I walked Was in. your nerves shot? Were you shit oh, your pants man, or whatever? You're like, you're like, I was like freaking out? I didn't know what to do. And yeah. I was like, this is like a Rocky Balboa story, you yes. know? Yes, <laughs> of course it is, mate. Yeah, bloody oath. So anyways, I walked in there and there was this lady, manager. She's like, oh, hey, how can I help you? I'm yeah. like, look, my name's Glenn. And she, yeah, he's Glenn from who? And I went... Defense window cleaning. I just went like that. <laughs> really? Is yes. that what it was? Yeah. Straight, off the, <laughs> straight off the bat. Oh, I love it. I love it. Anyway, she looked at me like this and she was like, what? I said, it's Glenn from Defense Window Cleaning. I'm here offering window cleaning services around the region because you're one of my first customers. I'm offering you a special. And she goes, love, I get what's going on. You can just clean it, but it won't be from these guys up here. I'll pay you $70. Shit. And she paid me 70 bucks out of her own cash. Really? So I'm massively, you know, that's undercutting myself severely. Mm. But the hustler's mentality was I had to get photos. I had to get exposure. I had to start knocking on doors everywhere, man. Of course, mate. That's yeah. It. You mate, like, it's hard, isn't it? Like, you, you think about, like, you've got to build up oh. this. You've got to build up a... A, you know yeah a stigma you know yeah. and and then all of a sudden i kept on knocking on doors yeah I and you got to be used to rejection as well because you oh. know you got people who are going to be like, ah no 100 percent. and and then you know what like i was knocking on doors speaking to people yeah making phone calls and sending emails and you know what i love about recampton mm -hmm. regardless of what people say about it all those big businesses that have already made it, mm -hmm. they started giving me a shot. They started giving me a crack. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know why? Because those businesses, a lot of those businesses understand yeah. the hustle. Yeah. Understand what it takes and the things that you have to do yeah. to get somewhere in life and the things that you need to do from a business point of view yeah. to, to make it in, the, in, the, in this business industry. It's and rem and remember what you told me too yourself, yeah. you know, never yeah. ever short sell yourself yeah. ever no matter what. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, of course. You've right. got to do what you have to do in, to provide yeah, never sell, Yeah, never sell yourself short. Never man. sell yeah. yourself short. You're in, a, you're, in a, you're, in a, you're in a professional industry, man, which I must say you do a fucking good job. Bro, thank you, man. <laughs> no, you did a bloody I, great job, bro. Oh, man. I, uh, yeah, the, the, yeah, it looked fucking great. You did very well, man. Yeah. And uh, so, so you literally, uh, literate, sorry, I keep saying literally, you literally yeah. have to, you went around and, and you, and you just slowly started getting more comfortable with it. And I because just, mate, I've got to make, I've got to give you um, yeah. props for your work ethic. You're, yeah. you're very, very work orientated and I can understand yeah. why you've got this, 
there's a motivation behind why. I can understand that you know yeah, that you'd have to be working off your ass. Yeah, man. Working your ass off to be to 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 exactly because you you know you've seen it, you've been there, you've felt it. Yeah, I I know what it likes to have nothing. I, yes, I know that's it. Likes it to have yeah. poor. You know, same with my parents. You know, they were by no means. You know. Yeah. I had to, and I do not want that. No, for my children, man. Of course not. Hell no. And of course, yeah. none, none of us want to. No one. None of us. No. Yeah. Want to at our low times in our life want to have our children experience yeah. any of that sort of stuff. We never do. No. But and they they're great motivational tools to want to work your ass off. Oh, right. So, I want us to be partying on a yacht scene. So yeah, that's right. Five years from now, like, <laughs> on that Fitzroy right. River, there's gonna yeah, be a double be decker. A, yeah, it'll be like two titties put together. <laughs> and we'll be we'll put a board across the top of it, mate. We'll be we'll be cruising up the cruising up the up the Fitzy. Yeah, having a party. <laughs> yeah, to go onto that big yacht. hundred <laughs> percent. Um, so. And then, and then you went and did all you. Uh, so you 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 got into a rhythm and you started building up a bit of a clientele base. Is that right? I started building up a clientele base yep. around there. Um, everything became word of mouth. I started reaching a few strong um, local business figures that sure. are yep. very well established. Yes. Whether they're running turf companies, whether they were running clothing, you know yes, what I mean. Sure. Whether they're into construction. Yes. And then, as you'd know, business is a small but yet a big circle. That's right. And all that matters is if you show that you're keen and you're happy and you provide um, strong attention to detail and good work ethic mm -hmm. and you're not ripping anyone off and being a dick and you're giving 100% that you can do for your business. People appreciate it. People will appreciate it. And, then, and if it's all you – you know what I mean? What was that Forrest Gump saying, hey – you got to do only with what God gave you. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> no, but like, that's, yeah. that, but that's truth in the pudding. Like you, you know, you you came across very professional, mate. When I when I saw when I saw your advertisements and stuff that you're doing on Facebook and whatnot, yeah, man. yeah. Um, it was great. I remember seeing you. I, I'm sure it was one of the ones along Fitzroy Street. They're along near the bridge there. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. I drove past and I saw you doing it, but I didn't know it was you. Yeah, I didn't know it was you at all. I just saw this person doing it. I was like, "Fuck, that looks professional." Yeah, like, you know, like it was just like, yeah. "Wow, he knows what he, he knows what he's doing." Yeah, man, that's yeah. what that was my first thought. You know, like because I, you know, like I, I nitpick everything. I, I'm looking at anything that I do. Blah blah blah. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, you might see someone's doing something. Like, Fuck, that looks very professional. Um, you know, and now I did pick up, and then I worked out that it was you that was actually doing it. Yeah. Uh, I think it was that same day. I think I saw you do a social media post about where you were and what you're doing. Yeah. Um, and I was like, wow, that's great. I actually, I need all that stuff done at my house, you know, because that, you know, yeah. that's a part of it, you know, because yeah. it, it, it's a, it's a service that's, it's need, it's needed for anything. Absolutely. You know, especially yeah. around these places, you know. Yeah. Um, and if you've, if you can find that niche market there where yep. you can provide a professional service like that, mate. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. And, and that's why people see that. Yeah, you know? glass has been around for years, and and they'll be around forever more, yeah. right? You know, and solar panels, and that's it, hundred percent. And I'll tell you what, if you got a storefront, you know what I mean, and you need it cleaned, you've got to make sure that's nice and clean. That presentation, 100%. otherwise, you can't have dirty glass and be selling your product because that's, that's not it. right. You know, last thing you want to be seeing finger fingerprints and smudges <laughs> and shit when you're walking into it. It's untidy. It's gross. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So. Uh, so, the, but you actually went and did all your training. You went to training and everything. Yeah, man, I've done training and all that type yeah. of stuff for it. I learned how to do it and I just done me heights course. I've done certificates. Yeah, I that's just what, started that's getting I mean. everything like, and got, I started getting professional that, you know, insurances and I, I didn't know none of this, nothing, yeah. you know. You're learning as you're going I was learning it well. all by myself. Yeah. All mate, by that's, myself. Isn't that the, that's the perfect Aussie yeah. battle story, mate. It is, right, man. Isn't it, you know. Yeah, it, it actually is. And yeah, if I could... Yeah. yeah, that's one of the things I appreciate you saying this stuff, man, because it gives people a, a, an opportunity to have, you know, like when I was talking to other people, you know, it, I was at a, man, I, look, everyone's been there at some point in their life, right? There's a point where you're at a, you're at a, you're at a crossroad yep. and you've got to decide left, same shit, yep. right, you're going to have a crack at life. Yep. And you get busy living. 100%. We've all got, we've all come to those crossroads at some point. Yeah. And I was in a situation where 
I had extended myself to a point where I was like, you know what, if I don't do something now, I'm going to be in the same boat where I'll end up yeah, broke yeah. and I'll end up doing, you know. And I had, a, I had to have a crack. And, and I look back now and I go, you know what, I'm fucking glad I did do it. Because that's, exactly, I'm yeah. so much better off now. Yeah. I'm in a position now where I'm more comfortable with my life and I'm more yeah. happier in the sense of, um, you know, uh, just with, with, with everything that's going yeah. on. You know, everything, you know, everything is led up to the yeah. point where I took that right turn and had a crack. Yeah. You know, as opposed to just on you, sticking and going left and just fucking fading away to nothing. You know and, what I mean? And you always... You know, remembering a kid in that mm. 180, you still always had that drive. Do you know what I mean? Oh, you course, always, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I think it's embedded somewhere deep. You know what I mean? Of course. And the thing is, I think everyone has that. Yeah. You just need it needs to be tweaked and ignited. And there, that's yeah. right. Yeah. And then certain things in life are either forcefully tweak it. Yeah. Or make you turn it on and have a crack. Some people might already have it born with it turned on. Some people might need it turned on. Some yeah. people might have no choice. They've got to turn it on and do it. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's your story too, mate, you know, and it's great for, you know, cause mate, it got me fucking pumped just talking about it now. Like, Good, I, was, <laughs> I, was, I was pumped for you, you know, like it's, it is, yeah. a, it is one of those stories that's inspirational. Yeah. It really is. You know, it's fucking awesome. This is what I'm all about. I love. And, and love it's one of those, it, it's a, actually what I like about my story, man, is it's. As you said, it's an Australian story. It is. And I've got the tat here, see? Oh, hold on. It's just one over here. See yeah, the Australian it. there with kangaroo. the kangaroo there hey. battling. So <laughs> no, that's brilliant, mate. Good on you. And so yeah, where yeah. and where do you you know, every, I like to have a I like to have goals. Yeah, mate. Okay. Yep. Now now you've put yourself into a situation now where your your business is 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 climbing, it's it's being successful. You know, and it's all due to your work ethic and professionalism and the way that you carry it. Yep. You know, where do you see yourself in the future? Do you want to see – how do you want to see it later on? Absolutely. What, do you um, have look, any ideas or do you have a, a goal or something in mind I, for that? I definitely have a goal. I um, have a goal. I, mm. As you said, once you're in it, yeah. you can have a go back now. It's no, too that's late. Right. Yeah. And it's so crazy on your mentality because yes. I'm always thinking. I'm always thinking how I can – keep moving this business forward because I look at people yes. that are great, you know, mm -hmm. and what they've had to do and succeed mm -hmm. and achieve yes. greatness. Even though I'm at the very beginning still, I want to see it. One day I want to see like a fleet of like 10 vehicles in every single city, yeah. defense window cleaning, yep. and then just be that good leader to lead everyone else. It's beautiful, brother. To what they want to do so without being a – Arsehole seeing it all. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, of course. Yeah, no, you just, that's your motivation. That's yeah, your man, goal. That's so. your, good on you, brother. That's, uh, it's just, yeah. it's fucking awesome hearing that stuff, man. Yeah. That, you know, that, you know, that motivates me. That's, man, fucking, I have the tiger, eh? <laughs> yeah. I have the tiger, eh? Until I die, eh? <laughs> good on you. Um, yeah, no, so that's, that's fantastic, dude. Um, you know, and I appreciate you, I appreciate you coming on, mate, and, and sharing those stories with us man and 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 you know those stories you know that they, they, they can be quite vulnerable so i appreciate the fact that that you that you took the opportunity to share those stories um because uh, you know i'm there are other people that are going through similar things yeah man and so i think it's beautiful that there is someone that can come on yep. and share those things and hopefully encourage other people to have a crack at life and have Absolutely, a crack at things yeah. And know that there is a there is other things available to people. Yeah. There's always yeah. light at the end of the tunnel, and I've helped a lot of mates out, man. Yeah, and I know, and and, yeah. and that's beautiful, man, too. Yeah. You know, and knowing that you've been able to do that as well. Yeah, it's light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, and I noticed that, and like you've already, you've, I know, I've already noticed like through your social media posts and that, that you're already starting to give back in some of the things that you're doing. Yeah, I man. noticed that there was some some of the meals. Yeah, pay it for meal. um, pay it forward meals. Um, yeah. So that's that's yeah. beautiful, man. Like yeah. you know, like it's that you you know, even though in yourself, like your business is still relatively yeah. new, you're just still cementing yourself, building your foundations for yourself and for your and for your business. Yep. But at the same time, you're still taking the time to to give back and to, to help yeah. out the people who are in turn have helped you out over yep. here. So absolutely, man. Mate, it's absolutely fantastic, brother. Thanks, brother. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. So, mate, uh, to celebrate, um, we usually um, have a hit of the old Don. Julio, so uh, did well, you want to have a? Did mate, you want to have a go? Oh, absolutely! You've yeah, seen yeah. me eyeing it off from <laughs> the moment <laughs> I've been here. <laughs> I saw that you're having a crack at it. Yeah, yeah. Want to have a crack at it? Yeah. Definitely. So, so I'll grab these out. Beautiful. So, 
These, these are great, mate. These are, you know, you put a bit of this. I reckon if you put this on a rag and put it over a bit of a window, <laughs> I reckon it'd give it a good clean up. Well, actually, how it's about... probably, I reckon it's just a more expensive Windex. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know there's a new trend over in America now, what people are doing? <clears throat> what are they doing? They're pouring out the most expensive liquor and yeah. they're having battle comps of who can pour out the most expensive bottle into the drain. Oh, you're kidding. Ah, you got to look at it. Oh, jeez. There you go, mate. Cheers, so bro. just a bit of a nip there of the old Don Julio. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, man, I don't think we've done this since we were like but, 17, yeah, eh? Yeah, so it's been a long time coming, mate. It's nearly, yeah. That's nearly... That's more than double. You know, we've gone through life again pretty well, much since then. So Who would thought this would be up Cheers. Cheers, Thanks, Thanks, brother. brother. Uh, oh yeah <laughs> it never gets any better for me <laughs> and i've done a fair few of them now yeah good idea bro yeah. cheers so mate uh also to um i've just read that i haven't I haven't got it here but i've got it there i've got the boys to do up a uh so for every guest that comes on the yep. dead ass podcast we do a coffin nameplate so like this oh mad sick so man like this so yep. that's why I made sure I spelt your name correctly earlier right, so they cool. get the boys to do up a coffin nameplate for you. Oh, man. Thank you. So you got your own. Um, so I'll put that on my coffin when I die. Well, you can. Um, I, we, we do usually give you another one for free, but if you want to put that one on your bed head or something. <laughs> I'll put it on my bed head. <laughs> so uh, you yeah. can keep that one for yourself <laughs> and we'll supply with another one. <laughs> All right, hopefully I'll be that rich. I don't have to use the one you gave me. <laughs> so thanks again, mate. appreciate right. you. Uh, right, coming brother. on, brother, and yep. sharing your story. Too easy. Um, it was fantastic, mate. I really appreciate it. So, um, yeah, mate, when the day comes and you want to jump on and share some more stories, yeah, mate, say businesses are going, all yep. that sort of stuff, well, mate, we'll catch I'd, up. Yeah, I'd like have to have roll into roll more into one thing. Yeah, yeah of course, be. definitely. That'd yeah. be fantastic, mate. So, yeah. all the best. Um, just want to shout out again to all the new followers that jumped on the Dead Ass Podcast. We appreciate the love, the support. Oh, can I say yeah, something too? Yeah, of course, too? mate. Um, my mate Pado, who's going to be following us and all the army boys out You were WA. literally just having yeah. a chat to me, weren't you? Yeah, so all those army boys, um, WA and Perth and all that. And Pado, please follow this, man. Please. So Appreciate it, it, boys. I really do. So yeah. that ass podcast, please jump on it, boys. Um, also, give you a – so if people want to get um, in touch with you. Oh, business, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, so. yeah, defense window cleaning. Um, I do solar panels and high detail window cleans and shop fronts and all that. And so. I am actually – I can actually vouch for his work <laughs> myself. I've actually engaged his professional services and it is fucking fantastic. So – and it's still holding up now. <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> yeah, so no, so definitely get on that defense window cleaning. So right. cheers. Thanks, brother. Take care, mate. We'll be Thank in you. touch. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.